Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Bourbon Bites podcast. I'm your host, Clifton. You may know me from WhiskeyTube. I've been making whiskey reviews with a gaming twist for about three and a half years now on YouTube. Um, But I suddenly had the idea, why not create a podcast? I feel like I've been looking for a platform to talk more news, whether it's whiskey or video games, um, and just have, I guess, a free flow of uh, conversation with myself as opposed to the live streams over on YouTube. So thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this first episode. If you've not met me, hi, like I said, I'm Clifton. Uh, I am based out of Los Angeles, California. I live here with my husband. We're originally from South Carolina, um, but moved out here in 2018. I work in TV production, mostly behind the scenes, of course, doing a bit of editing um, as my day job. But like I said, I've been reviewing whiskey for about three, a little over three years on YouTube now. Um, but I wanted to try something new. So thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, this episode is probably going to only be on Podbean at the moment. Of course, I think you have to have at least one episode produced and published to the world before you're on other platforms. So look for me in the future on Apple and Spotify and iHeartRadio and things like that. But yes, like I said, I am from the world of WhiskeyTube, so I'm used to doing hour-long live streams. I do them on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. If you're not yet subscribed on YouTube, that's right now my baby. That's like where I'm at almost most of my time. Um, But yeah, this this podcast is kind of more of an experiment. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm really looking forward to today's episode because this is the week that I have returned from Austin, Texas. Yes, I was in town when everyone was there for the Bastards Ball, except I didn't go to the Bastards Ball because I didn't have tickets this year. But I had a ton of fun hanging out with other channels, meeting some viewers. And really, I thought this would be a fun opportunity to kind of recap some of my favorite memories from that trip. Um, But we're also going to throw in the gaming twist because, of course, this isn't just a whiskey podcast, um, although it's mostly whiskey. Um, The new Animal Crossing New Horizons 2.0 update was announced earlier this week, or I guess over the weekend. Um, My husband was watching it on the the flight uh, to Texas. So we're going to recap a little bit of those new updates coming in uh, November 5th. Uh, But first, I got to get something in my glass. So one thing that I learned that happened at the Bastards Ball is there was a sort of crowd favorite. um, And that was one by a brand that I was not familiar with. It's called Saints Alley. And what that actually is, is a collaboration between Iron Root and Chris the Liquor Hound, who's another whiskey tube channel over on YouTube. Um, Definitely check out his stuff. But yeah, they have a release called The Herald. Um, Like I said, it's Saints Alley Bourbon. So this is batch number one. It's a blend of straight bourbon whiskey finished in Armagnac casks. So they have a few different releases. I actually picked up the one called The Heretic, which is finished in rum cask. Um, But I wanted to just, you know, keep it simple with this first podcast. I'm just going to try this first one. Um, And then maybe for a future stream, I'll do some comparison. Uh, But yeah, I was really excited. I did have a chance to try this. Someone brought back a sample bottle from the actual ball. And I do got to say... I was in love with it. So if you haven't heard of this brand, I think it's brand new. It just came out end of last year. Um, like I said, Iron Root, they are, they're using Iron Root's stock as well as MGP. So it's a nice blend, of course, curated by Chris over at Liquor Hound. Um, but yeah, I want to get some of that in my glass. This is actually a fresh cork pop on my way home from work. I stopped at Total Wine and grabbed this bottle. So yeah, let's go ahead and get that popped for you. And let's go ahead and get it in our glass. 
Not sure how well that came through. We'll find out in editing. By the way, um, sorry if there are any audio issues or anything like that in this first recording. It's the first time doing this. I know the mic seems a little hot, so I really apologize if it does peak a little. I will work on that in future episodes, work on those settings. Um, but for now, like I said, this is kind of just a test run, seeing how things go. So I'm going to pour that into my glass. All right, let's go ahead and give that a nose before we dive into uh, talking about Austin. Oh yeah, on the nose, there's definitely some MGP in here. I think that's, I, I'm a big fan of well-blended MGP. I think a lot of people are, um, but there is a little bit of extra oak in there. And I think that's probably coming from the iron root. Um, so I'm gonna let that sit in the glass for a little bit um, and I'll introduce you to, I guess, our trip. <laughs> so we flew in on Friday. Um, that was Friday the 15th. I believe of October. So we got in around 1 p.m. Uh, everyone was staying at the same La Quinta. <laughs> this kind of earned its reputation in the whiskey world. It's called the La Quinta, I guess Whiskey Fest is what we dubbed it this year. Um, so we all stayed at the same hotel. I got there around one. Uh, our good friends, Tammy and Brian Brennicke also got there around the same time. Um, so once we've all settled in for a bit, we decided, hey, let's just go to uh, Fang and Feather, which is the bar at Crowded Barrel. So like I said, I wasn't going to the ball. Um, Tammy and Brian were, but I wanted a chance to see the actual, uh, I guess a little bit of the distillery, but also the tasting room. So we pulled up at the Crowded Barrel and I think I just got starstruck. I didn't realize that all of the whiskey tubers had decided to meet up there as well. Uh, so we walk up the stairs and all of a sudden I hear Cliffy coming from everywhere. And I was so surprised. I, I was a little stunned, um, but I saw all of the, my whiskey tube friends. Of course, Rot Gut Review, Whiskey Crusaders, Eric Waite was doing a stream. Uh, Daniel from the Whiskey Tribe was there. Uh, there were so many people there. John from Co-op Whiskey, Michelle Davilar, Women of Whiskies was there. Uh, so many amazing, amazing channels. Uh, hopefully I'll eventually have some of them as guests on the podcast. Maybe we'll see. Um, but man, what an awesome time and what an awesome greeting. Uh, of course, we went in to get a flight because I had actually only tried Eleanor once, which is uh, the Crowded Barrels, their whiskey, their first release uh, to the public. Um, I did a flight. I think my favorite, they had a Isla cask finish that was really, really good. It wasn't peated, but it was like uh, a, a really nice, interesting finish on that whiskey. So definitely recommend checking out Fang and Feather, which is, again, their bar there open to the public. Uh, but man, what an awesome time. What an awesome welcome into Austin. So we hung out there for a bit until time for dinner with our good friends, Chad and Sarah from It's Bourbonite. Um, if you're not familiar with their channel, definitely check it out. It was the inspiration behind my channel. I talk about that a lot on YouTube. Maybe we'll get into my origin story on a future episode of this podcast. Um, but they are just so great people. We went to this really cool Italian restaurant. Uh, I had a dish that was um, new to me but it was a like a seafood pasta kind of thing. And I'm not really an Italian food person. That dish changed my mind. It was absolutely delicious. Uh, of course, Tammy and Brian joined us. Uh, had a wonderful time, had a lot of wine and old fashions. It was, like I said, a good time. Um, but that was pretty much Friday. We went back to the La Quinta. There were a few people gathering there. So I got a little bit of one-on-one uh, -on -one time with some of the people that I had saw previously. Uh, but yeah, that was Friday, but Saturday, Saturday was the big day. So I'm going to go ahead and go into this whiskey before I get into Saturday. Uh, like I said, this is the Saints Alley. This is the Armagnac finish. Let's go ahead and give it a try. Cheers, guys, and thanks for making it this far in the podcast. <laughs> mm. There's a lot more of the iron root on the palate. I see why this was a, a favorite among a lot of the channels this weekend. It's really rich. It's really dark. 
but that Armagnac adds a Oh man, I don't have the most experience with Armagnac. I've had basically one. Um, I know Fred, who's a friend of the channel, said he may be sending me a flight in the future. So check out YouTube for that whenever that comes out. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a flavor I'm not super familiar with. It has a bit of like a sour note, but not like an off-putting. It, it's kind of like a nice, interesting twist at the end of the finish. It's, it's up front with all of that oak and all of that richness from the, probably the Iron Root, the Texas whiskey. Um, but the MGP gives it a nice balanced mid palette, but the, the Armagnac finish just does something really, really cool with that finish, especially the fact that it gets a little bit tart, but tart in like an apple kind of way. Oh man, this is a great buy now. I just picked this up at Total Wine. Thank you to Sarah from It's Bourbonite who let me know that it was available nationwide in limited quantities. Um, my Total Wine website said, you know, see store. <laughs> Basically, we can't guarantee it's in stock. Uh, so I did go pick it up today and I was surprised to see it. Like I said, they also had the rum one. There's one more in their, their three whiskey lineup. So I'm going to hold off until I have all three to do a comparison, maybe on my channel, maybe invite Chris the Liquor Hound on to do a stream with me. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to review this one because this was a lot of people's highlights of the weekend. And I got and I got to say, I see why it's just it's about $80 here in Southern California. It's at 107 proof, um, but it's 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 a really for 107 proof. This drinks just as deep and rich as a cast strength whiskey. So I, I see why a lot of people love this one. So moving on to Saturday, which I think for me was the big day. Most people's big day was Sunday because that was the actual ball itself. But for me, Saturday was the day that I got to hang with everyone um, officially. <laughs> so we actually started the day at Still Austin, which is a distillery that I have not featured on the channel at the time of recording. However, I'm putting this episode out on Friday. If it goes well, if I even release this at all, I might just delete all this at the end. We'll see if you're listening now, it made the cut. Um, so technically for you, if you're listening on Friday, that stream with their founder, Chris Seals, comes out, came out yesterday. So check the replay over on YouTube, youtube.com slash bourbon bites. Um, I actually hadn't met him prior. I planned to do a still Austin stream. They actually sent me all of the bottles to do it. Their West Coast reps were unavailable during my stream time. So I was like, no worries. I'll, you know, I'll do my own thing. I'll, I'll do my research and talk about it. So I was like, I'll wait till after the, the weekend in Austin. That way, if I want to capture some B-roll, which I did. Um, I could use that for the stream. Little did I know that I was going to be meeting the CEO and co-founder of the company. And not just that, but actually vibing with him. Like we seriously, we actually wanted to hang out after. <laughs> like he wanted to, um, he actually, he and his boyfriend were like wanting to, you know, meet up and, you know, go to bars and check things out. I think it was really, really nice to see that because I mean, you know, we're in Texas. I don't know how, you know, open most of Texas is. I think Austin is actually one of the most progressive parts of Texas. So I think he wanted to make us feel comfortable, especially show us some of, you know, the top gay places, which he did give us some suggestions. Thank you. We went to this really cool uh, gay bar. We, we were there too early before the actual party started, um, but they were going to have a, a musician later that night. Uh, I think it was called Cheer Up Charlie's. Um, so if you're ever in Austin, check it out. It, it had a really cool chill vibe. Um, and they had some really good um, cocktails. There was one with rose water and vodka. It was actually really, really good. I was very surprised. And watermelon, I forget what it was called, but definitely try that one while you're there. Uh, but so unfortunately, I did not get to hang out with him. He was tired as hell after the ball, which is understandable. Uh, so, but he found out I was doing the stream on Thursday and he was like, oh, well, can I come on? I'm like, can you come on? Like, are you kidding me? Like, absolutely, you can come on. This is crazy. Uh, so... 
uh like i said i'm that's actually tomorrow so if you if you're listening to this you've already heard it hopefully it goes well fingers crossed for me good karma um but yeah no he's a great guy and it was so great meeting him and hanging with him um and all the other whiskey tubers that were in still austin we got to try not only their core lineup but their rye that's coming out next year um and talked a little bit about some of their other limited releases so they have some really cool stuff coming up keep an eye on them because for a craft distillery they are blowing up in popularity so definitely get it it's it's making its way slowly across the country the cast strength actually just got a nationwide release it's it's taken a minute but i believe it's supposed to be nationwide now could be i could be a little wrong (laughs) check out the stream from yesterday um he may clarify that fact for me but i believe their bourbon is going to be a a widespread release um their gin is great too so tons of fun at still austin doing that tour um but then after that we went to nickel city which is a bar in austin and that's where chad and sarah are having their official meetup for its bourbonite my biggest takeaway from there was the fact that they had stag jr for six dollars an ounce so i don't remember i think they said it was batch 14 um chad actually bought me my first round and i was like chad stag jr like that's expensive like you don't have to buy that don't worry i'll buy it and then i found out six dollars i'm like oh my god okay well first of all not just not to discredit his kindness i absolutely love that he bought me a pour of it chad you're amazing um but yeah there, there were several more stag juniors to be had that night um but that was part of the highlight my second highlight was also Thanks to Chad and our good friend Brian Brennicky, I had the opportunity to try E.H. Taylor Warehouse C, which is, you know, a lot of people's unicorns. It's one of the hardest to find bottles of E.H. Taylor. Um, maybe not quite as hard as Tornado Survivor, but up there. So um, Chad and Brian bought pours of that to share. And I got to say, I was pretty impressed with it. It wasn't it didn't blow me away. To me, it tasted like a really good single barrel pick of E.H. Taylor. So it's still the 100 proof, you know, the same as the regular release, but it was really, really delicious and it had a really great mouthfeel. However, I mean, it was $40, I think, uh, per ounce at this bar, but you know, it's secondary. That thing, you know, goes for thousands. So I don't recommend chasing it. If you have the chance to try it at a bar, yeah, sure. Spend $40 on a pour, just give it a try. I think it was worth it for the experience and share it with so many amazing other people. So thank you, Chad and Brian so much for that. Um, but that was their meetup. Um, now I'm debating whether I'm going to talk about this or not in the podcast. So this part might be cut out future note for Glivy. If you're hearing it, it was left in. Um, but after Chad and Sarah's meetup, I decided to kind of show up at crowded barrel. So let me explain. They, they're doing a whiskey tuber, uh, access to the vault, which all of the channels that were invited to come out with them. Um, had access to go into the vault, um, have pours of whatever they wanted given to them. So a couple people, not to name names, a couple people suggested like, hey, you should just, you know, show up and, you know, see if you can get in. So we did. And no one said anything. So we got to go in the vault, which was crazy. I mean, the selection there was ridiculous. I I feel like I, if I hadn't been so, (laughs) I wasn't drunk at that point, but I feel like I kind of blew my palate with all the Stag Jr. earlier at Chad and Sarah's meetup. I would have tried a lot more, but I did try a lot of interesting things. I tried Traverse City's um, port finish, which was really, really good. Um, I had a few scotches that I was, uh, I, I forget the names of the ones that I had. It's, I'll say this, the weekend was a blur. It, it got a little crazy, especially at the La Quinta, which is the next part of the story. So we show up at the La Quinta. The party has already started. There are at least 50 people in the lobby, bottles all over the tables everywhere. Um, it was just, it, it was everything I imagined it to be. 
when I walked in, of course, same thing. Everyone greeted me. Um, I saw some new faces, some people that are patrons. Uh, shout out to Nick the Greek. He was there. I also saw um, um, several, several other people. A Bourbon Battalion was there. Uh, again, I said Michelle, Dav William and Michelle Davilar. So many, I, I, if I forget to name you, I'm sorry. I'm so glad to have met you. Um, it, it was a bit, again, overwhelming, but it was so great to see so many people. That's actually where I tried the Saints Alley for the first time, um, which encouraged me to go buy these bottles that I'm drinking from right now. So it's, it's such an experience to be able to just share bottles with other people. I mean, as much as I love drinking, new things i love sharing new things so i brought a older knob creek one of the almost 15 year picks i brought the new compass box which i just recently reviewed on my youtube channel uh the orchard orchard house um so it was so fun to share those and also try some new things so cheers to the la quinta and cheers to that amazing party experience just meeting everyone hanging with everyone i i loved every second of that i even got to smoke cigars with sean from bourbon junkies which was <laughs> another cool experience so if you have been curious about the bastards ball in austin definitely check it out if you can get tickets um it will probably not go back next year unless we're invited uh because it was there's a couple of little awkward moments you know not being officially supposed to be there um, but other than that we had an absolute blast um, so yeah, that was pretty much the summary of my weekend in Austin Sunday. Since we didn't go to the ball, we had a chance to explore a bit of the city. Uh, we actually got some birria tacos for the first time. I'd always been hearing about them, but I'd never tried them. Uh, so we went to a place called Sabor Tapatio, uh, which is this like food truck style place, but oh my God, they were delicious. I'm so glad that I finally tried them. Um, they're basically barbacoa tacos that you dip into like a, like a soup. Um, but man, they are delicious. And then we actually found this cool like cidery that was also an arcade. It was called Cidercade. Um, so they had a bunch of 80s like arcade machines, like original ones, like things like paddle or whatever. I forget the name of the game. It was we talked about it on my hangout the other night. It was like the one where you're like you're paddling down a river. They also had a uh, really cool game that I'd actually never heard of. It was called Thief. But so it was basically like a Pac-Man clone. But it was like there you had the TV announcer being like, there is a the criminal is going down Hollywood Boulevard. It was so cool. So definitely, you know, if you're in Austin, another amazing place for you to check out is the Cidercade. So like I said, that was our Sunday. We explored town. We walked around the parks, but it was really great. I actually really enjoyed Austin. I, I don't know what I had to expect from Texas. I had never been to Texas before, um, but it was really cool to um, see that there's a side to it that I would love to visit again. Maybe live there eventually. We'll see. I think, I think rent's pretty high there too, similar to LA, but it was a lot of fun and I recommend checking out Austin for sure. So let me go ahead and have another sip of this whiskey before we get talking about Animal Crossing, um, which is the, the New Horizons 2.0 update that was just announced earlier this week um, coming out November 5th. So let me do another sip of this whiskey and see what else I can pull out of it. Oh yeah, the oak actually, the fact that it's blended with MGP and Iron Root the oak is reminding me of a lot more mellow, almost like a Knob Creek. So it's a really rich oak, not the overpowering, some people call it Texas funk. It doesn't really have that. It has a lot of really good flavor from the oak. I think I would definitely buy another bottle of this for $80. I think it's, like I said, the richness of a barrel proof, but only 107 proof. So I could drink on this a lot longer without passing out. That's, that's my final word on that. So definitely check out Saints Alley. I do plan to have them on the channel um, comparing the different releases. Um, but for, for first impression, a neck pour, absolutely recommend this whiskey. 
So let's move on to Animal Crossing. Any Animal Crossing fans out there? I, I guess I'm so used to asking my questions during my live streams. I forgot you can't answer me. But hopefully, if you if you want to comment on how you enjoyed this stream, any suggestions or feedback, let me know on our Discord server. Everyone's welcome to join bourbonbites.com. It should direct you to our Discord server where we do things like our hangouts, our gaming. We have gaming parties sometimes. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I'd love to see you over there. Um, or if you want to email me privately with your suggestions and notes of this podcast, you can email me anytime at contact at bourbonbites.com. Um, I check it, you know, daily. So definitely appreciate your feedback. Don't be a little, don't be too harsh. Cause again, first time doing a podcast. So if you're not a fan, uh, then yeah, just maybe just unsubscribe. Well, don't unsubscribe from YouTube, but maybe don't follow the podcast. <laughs> so anyways, Animal Crossing, I was huge into Animal Crossing when it first came out early 2020 like right when the pandemic hit um i played it daily i was always you know building up my town meeting new villagers um but i really think in the past year or so i not lost in i guess no i'll be i'll be frank i lost interest in it i found other games that i wanted to play it kind of got a little repetitive after i had upgraded my house so much i kind of got bored with it so that's why i'm so excited to see update 2.0 come out so if you haven't heard about it this is a new release coming 20 or november 5th of this year um it's completely free the first part of it there is a paid part which i'll talk about in just a second um but for in terms of free content there's new hairstyles there's new items you can add permanent ladders you can have tons of new fences there's storage sheds that you can now store your items in so you don't have to keep going to you know drop it off at your house um the gyroids are coming back which is pretty cool um, but there's a lot of new, you know, items and home design features that are coming that are going to be completely free. But let's talk about a few new game features that I'm excited about um, that are also coming for free. I think one of the things that uh, we're excited about is, the, of course, the Roost Cafe and Brewster. They're going to have a new setup in the museum. Um, so make sure to go check that out. You can invite other villagers to have coffee with you. Um, and you can also invite vis villagers from previous games based on if you have their amiibos or the amiibo cards, you can actually scan them in and invite them to your coffee shop, which is really cool. I love that. Um, in terms of like new characters, there's a few new ones coming to the game. I think it's about 16 new characters. My favorite one that I saw in there is Petrie. It's a cute little mouse and it's like a um, it's it's like a mad scientist kind of look. Uh, I'm very excited to meet her. Um, one of my favorite returning characters is one that I actually wasn't familiar with. I didn't play much of the original Animal Crossing on GameCube. Um, I think my first Animal Crossing game was Nintendo DS, but there's this character named Rio, and she is an ostrich, and I just love her colors. I love her flair, so I, I would definitely hope to meet her at the coffee shop or hopefully have her join my town. <laughs> Another really big new feature that's coming to the game is farming and cooking. Yes, so fans of Stardew Valley like myself are so excited. You can plant crops, you can make DIY recipes. Um, should be a ton of fun, a lot of new gameplay there. Um, and there's also like stretching exercises that you can do like yoga. Yeah, that's not really something I'm that excited about. I'm more excited for the, the farming aspect of things. Um, one other cool feature that I love is they have these town ordinances. So let's say you work night shift or whatever. You can only play, you know, late at night after work. You can actually make your characters or your villagers come out of their houses later in the evening. So you don't have to miss out on things just based on your schedule. I think it's a really cool feature. I think it was from a previous game. Um, so it's super cool to see that come back to the game. Um, and of course, there's a whole nother aspect of the game. We also got to talk about the paid DLC. Have you all heard there's a new paid DLC coming to the game? Um, and it's called Happy Home Paradise. It's based strongly on, you know, the Happy Home Designer aspect of the, the DS game. 
Uh, but no, this is a paid DLC, also releasing on November 5th. If you buy it on its own, it's $25 um, of an upgrade to the game. Um, but if you are buying the new Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack, which of course gets you access to games on the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis, um, that's $50 a year. So you can actually, it's bundled with that. So you don't have to pay for both. So I think that's probably the route we're going to go. We're going to upgrade to the Online Plus expansion um, and get the the DLC from Animal Crossing for free, um, and that's that's fifty dollars individually for a single player, or seventy nine ninety nine for families. So keep that in mind. It's the better option to do that, anyways. It's worth trying it out at least if you're planning to buy the DLC. And there's also a few new amiibo cards coming out at the same time as the update. Uh, not sure if you guys collect those. We have a few packs of them. We we got into collecting them early on. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll get back into it now that I can invite them to my coffee shop. Um, but let's talk about Happy Home Paradise because there's a lot going on with it. There's what they call Paradise Planning. So Paradise Planning is what they call their resort and vacation home designer in this expansion. So this lets you create vacation homes for your villagers and also other villagers. So you have your own little business of designing vacation homes. I think it, it looks so nice. It, it appeals to that inner um, Sims player of mice that I grew up. I was always a Sims 2, Sims 3 fanatic growing up. Love designing houses. So this plays into my love of that. I, I definitely am excited about that. I love how, you know, I'm always so careful with my own villager's house. I'm like, I don't want to add weird like i want to make it me i want to make it totally me however yes i might occasionally want a you know a themed a jungle themed room or you know a arcade themed room but with it being my house you're you're limited so the fact that you can build new vacation homes for other villagers is so so cool you can get really really creative with it not only do they have the new um outside you know house features that you can also use in your village there's new interior design features like ceiling lights uh there's partition walls so you can divide up rooms there's wallpaper there's pillars you can add countertops um, and also you can adjust the lighting and soundscapes of each of the locations so i think that's super cool and then on the exterior you can of course build their landscape around their town you can actually change the season and time of day and weather so you can make it the perfect paradise for your villager i'm so so excited for that let me know what you guys think um of course on discord afterwards if you guys are excited for this as well um but basically you're paid in what they call pokey which is their money system on this new uh dlc this new island so you can use that to buy rare furniture that you can take back to your own village um and of course most importantly froggy chair is coming back hello like the most iconic item from an animal crossing game Honestly, that's all that I would upgrade just for that. <laughs> but I think that about does it for this first episode of the podcast. Let me know what you guys thought. Did you did you enjoy yourself? Um, like I said, let me know on Discord or send me an email contact at bourbonbites.com. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can also email me at contact at bourbonbites.com. Never had a sponsor before, but that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> um, so as of right now, like I said, you can follow me on Podbean, um, but I do hope to come to other platforms soon. So depending on when you're listening to this, this could be on uh, Apple, it could be on Spotify, it could be on iHeartRadio. So definitely just search for Bourbon Bites Podcast. You should see me somewhere out there in the world. I'll definitely link to it on my YouTube channel as well. If you made it this far and you did enjoy yourself, you can always support the show over on Patreon, patreon.com slash bourbon bites. Uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can support the channel, get tons of exclusive updates, um, but you can also get access to things like our after party at the $10 level or our monthly hangout at the $5 level. 
Or if you're feeling fancy, you can get access to my private subscription tasting box experience. So that's the $50 level. I will send you a subscription box of samples. We'll do a tasting together. It's tons and tons of fun. I do it with our good good friend and patron of the show, Todd Cooper. We do it every month and I have a blast with it. So if we, we're welcoming new members to that tier if you're curious. So definitely check out Patreon to see what level if you do want to support the show at all, but you don't have to. Coming back and following me everywhere is really what matters the most to me. So I appreciate all my patrons, my bike club members over on YouTube, and my uh, just viewers and listeners. I guess I can say listeners now. That's pretty cool. Um, and finally, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're not yet. It's youtube.com slash bourbon bites. I go live every Thursday night. Occasionally I'll do a Saturday night gaming stream. Um, and we'll do produced, you know, whiskey reviews as well. So that's where I'm at going to be most of the time. But if this podcast goes well, and if you guys are enjoying it, you're going to see a bit more of me. So I'm thinking weekly. I don't know exactly. I'm putting this out on Friday, but I'm not sure if I'll put out the other ones on a Monday. That way it's for your commute. It's pretty short compared to other podcasts, I think, which hopefully if you have a shorter commute like me, you appreciate that. Um, if you guys want longer ones, let me know too. We'll find out. But until next time, this has been Bourbon Bites Whiskey Reviews with the Gaming Twist. I'm Clifton. Cheers. And I'll see or you'll hear me on. Oh, man, I got to get used to this. You'll hear me on the next podcast. Cheers. Cheers.